I love to begin with a scripture. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 3, the Bible says that, For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come to pass. It will not tarry. Let me read the NIV version. It says that, For the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end, and it will not prove false. Though it lingers, wait for it. It will surely come and it will not delay. It will not delay. You know, this is a scripture about vision. This is about this is about a prophet that God speaks to, and God is giving an assurance of of the very vision that was given him. And then today I want to talk to you about vision and vision as in the very things that we want to see God make happen for us. The very things that we are building with God. Something that wants, that something that is going to happen in the future. Something that is promised us. Something that we are building with God. That is what we are talking about today. And you know, let me make this bold statement that a vision can sometimes be a blessing and sometimes feel like a curse. Hmm. Why? Why are you saying this, Ben? You know, a blessing because you have this incredible picture of what God has for you in the future and it fills you up with joy and hope. You are joyed up, you are puffed up, you are like you are, you are, you are filled with so much fury and some, some joy in your hand that this thing is about to happen and that is it. That is when the vision seems, seems a blessing and when the vision seems a curse, you begin to wonder how this will happen you have no clue how it will happen when it will happen you have no clue or even if it's possible to happen and and <laughs> you know the issue is that i've been here before when you are you are thinking about this very thing and it seems like the thing that is supposed to make you praiseful the thing that is is supposed to make you hopeful the thing that is supposed to make you joyful is rather draining energy from you draining a lot from you and that is it that is why i'm sharing today's podcast with you and i want to talk to you about how five ways you can make your vision a blessing and and if I'm talking about a blessing, I'm, I'm trying to say how you can make your vision come to pass. How you can make your vision come to pass. Number one, write it down. Write it down. Write it so clear in its details and also refer to it daily. That is the first thing that I want. This is scriptural. That is the first thing I want to share with you. Write it down clearly. Like you should, you should, it should have all the potential path to the very end. It should be very clear. It should be very detailed too. Something that you can see also each and every day and refer to it. There are a lot of people that um, have the vision of head and you know, you may think that you have the thing in its detail, but as, as it's not documented, it is not proven like it's not there is no surety that you have it in its detail so write it down clear in its detail and as 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 daily and as swift as possible always refer to it number two bring it to god in daily prayer offer it as 
Abraham did Isaac you know you know a promise that you would sacrifice if God asks for it tell God God this is yours this is not mine again and you know I've shared it in our previous episode that your vision should be bigger than you if your vision is not bigger than you the book the a book that I read some some I think last year 2020 or 19 I think it's 19 and it's a circle maker a very powerful book the book is about prayer and the book says that we must encircle our prayer point our prayer point should be bigger enough and it should be bigger than us so that when it's bigger than us it takes the burden of us you know that we can't do it by ourselves and then we put all the burden on God and that is it I love this very thing it it shows me a picture in the Bible of Jesus and Jairus the synagogue leader the Bible says that the the synagogue leader Jairus comes to Jesus and then um, the synagogue leader wants healing for the daughter 12 year old daughter and is dying on the deathbed the Bible says that the synagogue leader um, maneuvered his way even to the to the, the people that were clustered around Jesus. And the Bible says that um, the, the synagogue leader who who happens to be Jairus was leading Jesus to the house, trying to maneuver his way. And then you know the issue is that that something happened along the way. News came to Jairus that um, your daughter is dead, and you shouldn't disturb the master alone again. And you know this is a picture to me. This is where Jesus takes the wheel. This is where Jairus knows that, oh, it is over. This thing is so big for me. I am here for healing. But Jesus can do resurrection for for Jairus. And you know, this is where the tables turn. This is where Jesus takes the wheel. So the issue is that your vision should be bigger, bigger, bigger enough that you always go to God and offer it as a sacrifice. Tell God that, Lord, this is yours. Lord, make this thing happen for me. So that is the second thing. The third thing is that find mentors who have big vision and have a record seeing those vision come to pass. You know, God has blessed us with people as mentors. God has blessed us with people as fathers. God has blessed us with people who have been where we are right now. So get to them, talk to them, communicate with them, find one and then talk to the person. It's going to be so much of a blessing to you. The very fourth thing is that keep growing as a leader to ensure that you are making the vision come to pass. You as a leader, you should keep growing. Don't get stuck along the way. Prepare for the vision so that when it shows up, you manage it well. I've said it that, you see, even if um, a vision and a strategy accidentally comes to pass without the presence of a great visioneer of a great leader it is unlikely that it will come to pass so make sure that you are becoming a better version of you that you are going to manage it you are going to manage it well when it happens you know as the attention and the eyes are not on you that is not the time for you to complain that is not the time for you to be a complainer pointing finger be a whiner and oh no 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 no. that is not the time for you to do that is the time for you to prepare well is the time for you to seek knowledge is the time for you to make sure that you are you are increasing in your capacity your capacity to contain your capacity to work it out your capacity to make the thing come to pass and that is what i'm 
talking about. And that is the fourth thing, prepare well, keep growing as a leader so that when it shows up, you'll be able to manage it. The last one, check your motives. Make sure it's not just about you blowing up. You know, we live in a world of hustle and tussle. I want to blow up. I want to make it happen. I've blown this and this. My time will come. This and that and this and that. <laughs> so the issue is that are you sure that you have the right motives and the right motives? I don't want it for the wrong reasons, God. That is why you must always check your motives check your motives perhaps it might be the very wrong motive and that is how your vision can be a blessing to you thank you and see you in our next episode until we meet again remember that we are growing together